The world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. Hello, brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ. I am so glad you are able to join NUMA Podcast today. The text for this podcast is based on the book of Isaiah, chapter 9, verse 6 to 7. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom, to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. And the book of Mark, chapter 13, verse 26 to 31. And then shall they see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and glory. And then shall he send his angels, and shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from the uttermost part of the earth to the uttermost part of heaven. Now learn a parable of the fig tree. When her branch is yet tender, and putteth forth leaves, ye know that summer is near. So ye in like manner, when ye shall see these things come to pass, know that it is nigh, even at the doors. Verily I say unto you, that this generation shall not pass till all these things be done. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I thank you today for this privilege to be able to bring your word to the world. And Father, I ask for inspiration today, even as I speak, O Lord, that your word will cut across our hearts and bring us to that place of understanding the true meaning of Advent, the true meaning of your first coming and the true meaning of your second coming. Lord, I pray that you will teach us, O God, how to live our life day by day on this principle. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen.
It's another time of the year when everyone is going crazy about the season that we're in, the season of Advent. The title of this podcast is Advent Beyond the Manger. Advent Beyond the Manger. Today, being the second Sunday of Advent in 2020, I am compelled to reflect on the events that shaped our Christian lives. I use the word compelled because there are so many believers in our Christian constituencies today that do not agree with the concept of Christmas for several plausible reasons. Some of these reasons ranges from historical inaccuracies to the capitalistic and ritualized commercialization of Christmas season around the world. Nevertheless, if you live in this world, you cannot help but notice whether you are a Christian believer or not, the reality of the season. And as one who is a believer and a preacher of the gospel, it is my duty to take advantage of seasons to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to the people through every means possible. As the Apostle Paul said in his letter to his scion, Timothy, in 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 2, he said, Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, and exhort with all patience and teaching. However, the thematic concern for this message today is not on the controversies surrounding Christmas. Because the word Advent itself is defined as the arrival of a notable person. You and I know who this notable person is. He is Jesus Christ, to which the prophet Isaiah prophesied in Isaiah chapter 9, verse number 6 to 7. It says this, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Wow. This, my brothers and sisters, is the Messianic prophecy that sets us on the path to Advent, on the path of Advent, and on the path beyond the Advent, because this prophecy is leading us somewhere beyond the manger. As you may also know, Advent is a season of benevolence, an expectant time where many families, Christians or not, look forward to. This year, 2020, is even more special because of the experience of COVID-19 that has devastated lives, personal, national, and in fact, global economics. 
So much so that hopelessness is a trend in many societies today. Because of this, we should reflect more on the more perfect gift bequeathed to us by the one who created us, even as we get ready to unwrap our material gifts. The gift I am talking about today is the gift of Jesus Christ. The difference for us believers about Advent or Christmas is that it is a time of great expectation, not only the advent of the first coming of the Christ child, but also of the second coming of the Christ the King. Many children or adults are obsessed with the baby Jesus of the Nativity play but frightened of the adult Jesus who will not accept commercialization and question their motive as we see demonstrated in the book of Matthew chapter 21 verse 12. But either way, Jesus Christ's second advent will be different and will be a determining factor for our eternal destination. Here is what the scripture says in the book of Mark, chapter 13, verse 26 to 27. At that time, people will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory, and he will send his angels and garner his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of the heavens. Advent signals the coming of God towards us. It is a season and a doctrine which has a real meaning and significance of itself to all who have believed. Advent, therefore, is about the challenging presence of God with us every day of our existence on this side of eternity. The book of John, chapter 1, verse 14a, the Message Bible renders it beautifully. It says, The Word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. Praise the Lord. The presence of God is always good to have or be in, but it can be a terrifying experience. Sometimes, especially if it has to do with God's holiness. This is because of the nature of God's holiness, which is an awe-inspiring experience for mortals. We see this played out in Exodus chapter 20 verse 18 to 19. The people of Israel wanted a direct line of communication with their God. They wanted to have one-on-one -on -one with their God. And they persuaded Moses to set up the divine mortal appointment. The venue was Mount Sinai. And the Bible says this, When the people saw the thunder and lightning and heard the trumpet and saw the mountain in smoke, they trembled with fear. They stayed at a distance and said to Moses, Speak to us yourself and we will listen, but do not have God speak to us or we will die. You see, my friends, when God appeared, they couldn't contain his presence because the presence of the Lord is beyond all human imaginations. He cannot be commercialized. He cannot be taken for granted. It is a serious adventure. 
and that is why we must think of Advent. This is Numa Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening. Christmas that is beyond the manger in Bethlehem, and even Tesco's, Morrison's, Asda's, Walmart's, and ShopRite's, where Santa Claus reigns supreme. We must think of Advent as God's presence with us. We can be thankful today because our case with God is different. We are not like those in the story of Exodus who lack retrospective benefits simply because Jesus Christ came and paid the price of our sins for us. And now we can approach the throne of grace with boldness so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And this is found in Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16. As stated earlier, Advent not only reminds us of the birth of the Christ child, but also reminds us of the glorious appearing of the Messiah. And this time, we shall not be afraid when we see the thunder and lightning and we hear the sound of the trumpets and the mountain smoking like the children of Israel in Exodus. Instead, we will be thrilled in the fact that we have made ourselves ready for this. This glorious appearing of the King of Glory, as described in our key gospel reading today, that's Mark chapter 13 verse 26 to 31, is the hope that men like the Apostle Paul and all the others lived and died for. It is the same hope that I believe that you and I are living for and that you and I are going to die for because Christ in you is the hope of glory. Glory to God. It is important to note that Advent brings us to an important and interesting intersection of the past, present and the future. We look back to the Christ who came as a baby some 2,000 years ago as a defenseless child in the manger. We proclaim that Christ Jesus is present every day of our lives today. And we look forward to the day that Christ Jesus will come again. This is why it's interesting. And this is why Advent should remind us of these glorious happenings around us. However, all this raises difficult questions for us when we see what is happening around the world, how Christians are acting and behaving. On the one hand, we are saying like John the Revelator in the book of Revelation chapter 22 verse 20b, when John said, even so come Lord Jesus. This is a cry of expectation, a cry of understanding, a cry of knowing exactly what is ahead of him. And this cry is what we are supposed to be crying 
and then we are afraid that some human appointed or elected leaders uh, somewhere in the world would be the one to stop the end time prophecies from being fulfilled. Some are even afraid of the 5G, which is simply the fifth generation of cellular networks. These folks were never afraid of the 1G, 2G, 3G, 4G, but abysmally joined the conspiracy bandwagon to create fear in people. Brothers and sisters, we have nothing at all to be afraid of. That is if we really, really see Advent beyond the manger. If we really, really believe that Jesus Christ is coming again, why should we be afraid of 5G network if we are waiting for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ? If we are expecting the second coming of Jesus Christ, there is nothing on this side of eternity that should make us afraid. We are not called to conspiracy. Conspiracy is not part of the gospel that we're commanded to preach. We are called to announce the coming of Jesus Christ. And that is what we are about. That was the prayer of John the Revelator. Even so, come now, Lord. And I pray the same prayer today. Even so, come now, Lord Jesus Christ. Maybe we are even the ones delaying the second advent because we have become so comfortable with our enjoyment on this side of eternity. So much so that we are prepared to wage war against anything that looks like the Antichrist. Let me ask you this question today. Do you, in your mind, want the end time prophecies to be fulfilled? If so, why are you preaching and giving attention to conspiracy theories instead of the gospel? Now, the gospel is the death, barrier, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, and not any political office holder or theories out there. The time is here when we must make it our duty to be only looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. And this is Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2. This is our calling, brothers and sisters. This is what we're called to do. This is what we are called to witness to. We, the church of God, must remember that we are in this world, but not of this world, and we cannot live by the dictates of the system and controversies of this world. We must continually look ahead of what has been promised and what is coming instead of focusing on the past or on the manger because the more we focus our attention on the past or on the present, the more we want to remain in those bubbles. The present is only as good as the decisions that we are making for tomorrow. This expectation is what Advent is about. 
As I close today, I want us to remember that the Isianic prophecy about the first advent of Jesus Christ in Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 to 7 doesn't end on Christmas morning, as you can imagine, but continues beyond the Bethlehem manger to the second advent of Jesus Christ, as revealed in Mark's gospel, chapter 13, verse 26 to 31. With this in mind, we will be able and encouraged to channel our spiritual and material energies towards what is truly important in our relationship with the sovereign God from the ephemerality of this world. My dear brothers and sisters, wherever you are, whoever you are on this planet, I want to remind you today that the reason we follow Jesus Christ is because he is coming back again. We do not follow him because we simply want to be a part of a religious organization of influence in this world. In fact, Jesus Christ did not come to this world to establish any religion but to give us life by translating us from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. God bless you. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you once more for this uh, time with your people around the world today. And Father, thank you for your word that has come to us in such a powerful way. And I pray, God, that your Holy Spirit will illuminate our understanding as we assimilate what has been said in this podcast. And I pray, God, that as many that struggles with their faith, as many that struggle with the season, I pray that the strength from Emmanuel's throne would be theirs today in the name of Jesus Christ. And Father God Almighty, may we come to that place, O God, in you where we look forward to the second coming of Jesus Christ because this is what you said to us, that you go to prepare a place for us and then you come back for us again. I thank you, Father, because your promises are sure. All of this, Father, I ask in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, that one that is coming back again for all of us who have believed in him. In Jesus' name, amen. Coming back again, yeah. singing glory, hallelujah, bless his name and lift him up, praise God, he's coming back again.
for listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.